0: The information contained within this podcast does not consider your personal circumstances and is of a general nature only. You should not act on it without first obtaining professional financial advice specific to your circumstances. Paul Atherton is an ex-Wall Street advisor on a mission to help young people win back their financial power, wealth, and security. He does this by helping them understand the hidden world of finance, risk, and investments, helps them figure out how it impacts them, and to seize the opportunities to make it work to their advantage. This is Paul Street Journal. I'm joined by Paul Atherton. How are you this morning? Very good, Tim, and thanks for having me. That's right. Thank you for coming on. Now, Paul, I've been, you know, as a student, I've got government debt and have had uh, credit card debt in my life. I I just basically want to know how how you would describe debt. Well, my initial response to that to anybody is
1: debt is bad. I don't like debt. But a more complex, maybe a more nuanced response is to say debt is where you owe somebody something. So we always talk about being indebted to somebody. I'm very indebted to you. But as a financial instrument, it means you owe somebody's lent you some money, be it the government, um, via student loans, because cost of being at school or and a credit card, we've given you some, the credit card company or the bank has given you uh, access via the card to buy something. And uh, they've given you that money. And now you owe it. And you owe the principal plus interest. And it's the interest part that is very important. People don't like to lend money for free. Um, and the amount of interest that, is placed on that uh, what you owe. So you own, again, the principal plus interest. That interest, the size of the interest is dependent on the riskiness and the perceived riskiness of of you as the borrower. So as a mortgage holder, your interest on a mortgage, which is a debt, is very low. Why is that? Well, it's very low because they've got a house as collateral. They can always sell the house and houses tend to and have over the last 25 years uh, go up and value. So people at the banks feel very safe with that. And then we've got on the other side, we've got credit card debt. Credit card debt is very, very unstable, very risky because what's to stop? You buy, what do you buy on credit card? You might buy a beer and it's gone. You might buy some clothes and there's no way a bank can get access to that. So the interest on credit cards are incredibly high and you'll hear most of the time where people get themselves in deep trouble is via credit card debt. Some with student loans because the size of student loans just largely because of just the sheer size of them. But credit card debt's really one of the biggest problems. I mean, you're getting interest payments of 20, even up to 30%. And that's that can be incredibly burdensome on the size of somebody's debt, particularly if you only make minimum payments, which is a, is another
0: trap. So, I heard you say at the start that um, you said you described debt as bad. Now, I've definitely heard through media that there's there's such a thing as good debt. Is that is that something you would agree with or... <laughs>
1: Well, okay, so you're you're very unlikely to get the words debt is good out of my mouth. But I I layer it. So there are varying degrees of problematic debt. And I guess that the best type of debt is debt that is used to buy something that increases the value. And of course, that's a mortgage is a classic example. And debt in that case, if you want to call debt good, that's Probably a good that's a good type of debt. Why? Because you get to live in a place. Um, having a mortgage, having a, a security that is a house, is incredibly positive to your well-being, and not just not just financial well-being, which it is, but also your your own well-being. So I do like if there's debt, I like that's probably it, uh, mortgage debt. And and again, very very low interest rates. the The next layer first would be no debt would be good. Then debt on accumulating asset. Then there's debt on a depreciating depreciating asset. So a classic example of that would be debt on a car. Mm. So everybody knows they buy a car, they get a loan for a car. Very low interest rates nowadays. But as soon as you drive that car out of the car park, um, it's decreased in value. So that's a depreciating, depreciating asset. The next layer is uh, debt on living. Um, this, is, this is a really big problem. And I think I'm seeing a lot more of this recently. So we have a debt on, I need to buy my groceries. Oh my gosh, I need to make this payment. I need to, you know, it's just getting through the day to day. Now we all need to get through the day to day and credit is incredibly handy to use for that. Um, But once you use it on living, it's gone. You know, like I mentioned before, you had that beer, it's gone. So debt on living is is a big sign that there's a problem. And the worst type of debt, the one that we should all avoid is I call debt on a happy experience. Um, so the happy experience might be going on a holiday. Yeah, um, and that that I would, if, if you're starting to think about taking a credit card bill to pay for a flight to Bali, I would double triple think that. Um, okay, that's a,
0: probably the worst type of debt. And so, I guess, um, how can you avoid it? Yeah, avoiding debt
1: in nowadays and the common in the, in the world is 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 very difficult. And again, it's just part and parcel of the Western way of living. And I don't like to tell people the best way to avoid debt is just by not spending. Clearly, we that's not the best response. But I tell people to be very careful the way they spend and how they spend it. One great way is is to use cash people you can use cash another great way is to use a debit card so it's linked into your bank account and that'll stop you from using way too much money avoiding credit cards very very important um, to just to avoid that Um, and another area what I see a lot is people with multiple types of debt they have a credit card debt they have a mortgage they have a car they have a personal loan this is gets incredibly complex and there is no reason for it. And some are at 20% interest and some are at 30 and some are at 10. You can consolidate these. I know people have, may have heard of this, consolidating your debt. That will help immeasurably with reducing debt. So I guess ultimately debt is part and parcel of our life. Having credit is part and parcel of life. Incredibly helpful. Use it as a, as a tool, but don't become dependent on it.
0: Sure, so in terms of consolidating your debt. So, how, how can you consolidate debt from a credit card with debt that's in, say, like a personal loan or a car loan or something like that?
1: What you'll find is there will be institutions um, that will say, okay, I I see you have multiple levels of, of um, credit owing, whether it's a credit card, uh, like you said, or a personal loan or a um, car loan. You can... There are are institutions, there will be institutions, there are banks that you'll be able to consolidate that. At a interest rate, that will be better than the combined interest rate that you're paying. That institution will benefit from the interest payments that you're making. So they win. You win because now you're paying less money. So let's say you had three types of payments going out. You had a credit card payment, you have a personal loan, and you have a car payment. And that, say for argument's sake, is $1,000 a month. In consolidating that loan, you may be able to consolidate that down to $500 a month, a vastly reduced payment cash flow improvement for you. The bank that you have taken this on is getting all of a sudden $500 interest payments out of nowhere. They didn't have it earlier, so the bank wins. So there are ways of doing it. I would, again, as I've said before, seek some advice for this. There are definitely, your financial advisor will be able to help and consolidate it very easily to get you into a position where your cash flow and your day-to-day living is much better by consolidated debt.
0: Uh, I guess and you know, seeing that's it's a strategy to get out of debt, um, what are some other strategies to get out of debt? One of the best ways, Tim,
1: is... Well, so I guess there's two. There's one is in a very simplified form. One is to get more money in and one is to stop more money going out. What When I work through with clients, you'll find that from the stopping the money going out, there are some lifestyle choices and lifestyle modifications you can make and you'll find... And I guarantee you this with anyone. It happens with me, happens with the, the the most frugal individuals and the most spendthrift. There are areas that you can cut back with that will have no impact on your life. But you'll find that actually you're spending a little bit too much money on something that actually is not giving you that value. A consolidate looking at your monthly expenditure is an exercise that we don't do. It's a headache, it's a pain, but can be one of the most powerful instruments to consolidating your cash flow and the way you spend money over a period of time. And that will have a big benefit. If you use that money, let's say we look at and we find, Tim, we go through your portfolio and we find $100 a month that you're spending, we can cut it out and it has no impact on your life. Well, let's use that $100 to pay down debt. Let's immediately use that money to pay down debt. So that's one. The other is you can really look to family. I've seen this before where you can borrow money from, um, I don't know, your rich uncle. (laughs) Uh, family members who are willing to help out. But I want you to be very careful and the listeners to be very careful here. When money and family gets involved, you think uh, it gets complex with um, with your banking institutions, but with family, gets, it gets really awkward. But again, that is a possibility using though that potential cash from, from a uh, family or a, or a friend for short periods of time. There is another one too. You may have seen Credit cards being offered interest free for 12 month periods mm-hmm. of time. Now, they're not doing this because institutions are really so good hearted. This is now banks believe, know that there's money in this. They know this is money in this because you're putting all your money on a credit card, a single credit card, and for a year you don't reduce the balance, you probably increase it and you feel great. But in 12 months' time, you're going to have to make probably pay that and more but you can use it as an area where you don't increase the value um, the interest payments are zero if you utilize that time to pay down your debt it can be an incredibly valuable instrument but with again a very big note of caution there
0: Oh, good thank you for talking to us thanks tim paul street journal